Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. All right, Steve Gregory joins us, man. How are you, Bob? This is too early to be with you. Yeah, it's freaking crazy, me out. Huh? Yeah. You look freaked out, that brown shirt of yours. <laughs> I've never seen a pocket on a sleeve. What's that all about? Well, you put a pen in there? Wait, you're, you're so busy, you have to, you have, to have an, a, a, a fifth pocket on that shirt, huh? This is, um, you've got them here, or I can open oh, it here and put I, my sunglasses. I hate Velcro on pockets, especially in, in the back of, of shorts, you know, like you're in the, in the summer, oh, yeah. and you gotta get you got to always pull a Velcro out to get your wallet out. My or Ocean Pacific out. shorts? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, these are tact. This is a tactical shirt. Tactical yeah, shirt. Six of these. All right. They're you the, got a pocket up here too. Oh, you got. They're Jesus. comfortable. No, do you know what these are for? This is for the uh, flares. For the radio. Oh, I see. For okay. The flare. <laughs> flares. Flares. <laughs> <laughs> They're carrying flares with you. I don't know. You All never right. know around here. <laughs> That's right. So we're working on. A, there's some horrible stories. You just updated me on the crash in the Windsor Hills area. What yeah. do you know about that? Well, you know, it looks like CHP is saying that the driver of a Mercedes Benz ran a red light down here at this intersection near a gas station, and blew through the red light, hitting other vehicles and killing, including the driver, six people, including a pregnant woman and another infant. It's horrible. Yeah, it, I mean, you can tell by the the footage coming from there. I mean, there was a fire. It's charred. It, it the the metal is just mangled. Uh, vehicles are like smashed uh, to the half of their length. They, and it flew into a gas station. That gas station could have easily blown up if it hadn't been probably for that Mercedes hitting another vehicle. That Mercedes would have flown, could have flown right through into that, hit those gas bombs. Yeah, and it, it, whoever it was was hauling ass. You could yeah. tell by the the impact. I'm going to say it's a it's a male, 25 or less. Because that's not an older guy's trick. You know, guys are in their 50s and 60s and not going 90. Well, first thing I thought when I when I first saw this, I thought it may have, might have been the end of a car chase. Because it looked like there could have been some aftermath of a car chase. But no, that was just someone running a red light. So we got that accident. We got the casino robbery oh, at yeah. Hustle Casino. And those guys are still on the loose. Yeah, apparently it uh, could be at least two individuals that um, the cops are looking for. Gardena PD and uh, L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Uh, that's happened earlier today. Uh, apparently, these guys, according to cops, were trying to rob an armored car that was at the casino to oh, pick up boy. its delivery and uh, or to pick up its package. And apparently, they got away with some money, but they won't say how they got away with it. Uh, and they were heavily armed when they showed up. They said they had at least one assault rifle and uh, some handguns. I'll tell you a quick story about another casino in town. I'm not going to mention the casino, but this happened about 15 years ago. Right. Uh, the two guys in an armored vehicle, they pull up and they go into the casino and they said, hey, we're here to collect the, uh, the, the weekend's receipts. 
which totaled one, I think it was $1.2 million, right? So the casino was going to give the armored car guys $1.2 million. That's what they came in, in to cash. collect. In cash. So the, guy, the armored car guys come in, they show their badge, they get back there, and they say to, you know, Sylvia, whoever managed the money, we're here to pick up the $1.2 million. And she says, that's very funny. And the cop and the you know armored car guys like, what do you mean? He goes, you guys were just here two hours ago and you picked it up. And they say that wasn't us. Oh no! Somebody came fake like they were the armored car guards and picked up one point two million dollars in broad daylight in cash. Cash. That sounds like an Ocean's Eleven thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's intense. That's total yeah. Hollywood right there. Crazy. It happened to a, a card casino here in town. Local in town. Yeah. Yeah. How long ago was this? I think it was 15 years ago. I don't want to name the casino. No, understood. But, man, that's intense. It was wild. Wow. And I don't know how you get that money back. It's gone. You know? I, you know, I hate to ask an ignorant question like this. Maybe you know. Are casinos insured for the cash? Oh, I bet they are. Yeah. You know, that's one thing they, I, don't, I don't think I've ever realized yeah. is if the casinos are actually insured for, the, for losses. I like think that. they are, but the, the insurance probably is costly. You know, especially yeah, nowadays. That's a high risk, yeah. All right, so you're here to talk to us about the people mover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're gonna do, we did we're that gonna last do, night, though. We're it was do fun. Four hours. Yeah. We're going to do four hours on the people mover. Okay, so the LA, uh, FBI and L.A. County Fire Department have come up with a way to track down people who fly drones around wildfires. That's right. And coming up after the break, I'll have sound for you. Oh, wow. I can't wait. All right, Steve Gregory joins us. It's Conway Show filling in for the John and Ken Show. They'll be back Monday at 2 p.m. Man, we're following a ton of stories here. Got that fire in Santa Clarita, accident in Windsor Hills that uh, uh, we think has is, is killed six people. Then the casino robbery at Hustler Casino. Mm -hmm. Guys are still on the loose there. Dodgers have defeated the San Francisco Giants, sweeping them. There's going to be a huge game tomorrow at Dodger Stadium with a tribute to Vince Scully. At, uh, the game starts 7-10 tomorrow against the Padres, and you can see the newest Padre, Soto, play for the Padres tomorrow night at Dodger Stadium. That'll be a sellout, especially because of the Vin Scully tribute before the game. So people are going to get there early. Gates probably open at 5, maybe a little before 5. <clears throat> Game's at 7-10 p.m., and you're going to get an awful lot of people out there that show up before the game starts to see the tribute to Vin Scully. But joining us now in studio is Steve Gregory, and he's here to tell us about the FBI and L.A. County Fire Department. They've come up with a way to track down people who are flying drones around wildfires? Yeah, you know, uh, this is so interesting because it was created by those two agencies. It was uh, literally a, an agent from the FBI uh, named James Pico and then David Lobb from L.A. County Fire sitting down having a beer one night. And they knew, you know, the peak of wildfire season was coming up. And they both work for Homeland Security. They're like liaisons for their agencies for Homeland Security. And they're like, you know, we got to make sure these people flying these drones around wildfires, we got to stop that. Because it, for people that, know, that don't know, is that anytime there's a drone spotted around a wildfire perimeter by air ops, they're going to ground those planes, those fire, or and those water, yeah, the water dropping and Foscheck dropping helicopters and planes. They're going to ground stop them because that's dangerous. How can they take the, the drones out? So there's this technology, and I'm going to play for you now a little cut from uh, James Pico, Special Agent FBI. He's Would you believe that his title is the Weapons of Mass Destruction Coordinator? Wow. I mean, when he told me that on tape, I went, 
That's got to be the coolest title I've ever heard. That is kind of cool. I'm special agent in charge of weapons of mass destruction for L.A. I'm like, whoa, that's intense. So wow. Here he is. What we use is an aeroscope system, and that's a detection system that will detect drone activity. The primary piece of information that it gives is the real-time location of the drone while it's in flight, the location of the drone operator, and the home location that the drone's set to. So this Ooh, technology... So they know where it's coming from. So this technology wow. is is mobile it's portable right. it stands on like a tripod and it looks just like maybe a little like a little camera but it's a sensor they won't tell me the radius of it how far out it goes but they can nine take feet it. I, no 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 it was set up at fire headquarters when i went to see them the other day and they were picking up activity air activity like a few miles out wow it was pretty intense that's kind of cool so they, what they do is when they track it down They'll call agents on the ground, and agents will go to the home or wherever these people are. Is that right? It's because here's is what is that I, a felony? Yes, it is. It is a it's a federal offense hmm. to because you're dealing with uh, aviation. Oh right, 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 right. So here's the thing I didn't know because I kept saying, well, don't you have to count on GPS? Because you know when I fly a drone, the GPS the direction is based on GPS. But they says no. We figured out a way. The technology we intercept the radio signal. Between the controller, the pilot and the controller, and the drone. Can they take the drone out at that point? It's funny you should say that because I asked that question and I said, you guys are like well-trained agents. Can't you just shoot it out of the sky? Yes. <laughs> guy looked at me like I was an idiot. He's or throw like, a jacket at it. He goes, there's only three agencies in the United States government that can authorize an interception of an aircraft. Uh, and he said the same, rules, the same rules apply for a drone as they do for a 747. Wow, really? So guess the three agencies. Okay. Um, the Air Force. No. Secret Service. No. Mm, don't, don't tell okay. me. Um, Department of Homeland Security. No. Department of Defense. Yes. Okay, one. Department of Defense is one. one. The second one is the Coast Guard? Nope. Uh, Army, Air Force, Marines. Nope. That would um, in, That would be all under Department of Defense. Mm, oh, okay. I... Uh, then the next one is uh, law, local law enforcement. No, who was the who are the other two? FBI oh. and the Department of Justice. Wow! All right, are the they only, can take a plane out of the sky. They can authorize the interception okay. of an aircraft, and they can do that in a couple different ways. What they do is they'll literally take over control of the drone. Oh, I see. So okay. they'll have a controller down on the on the field, and they'll be like, "Okay, we have authorization. Right, great, flip the switch." They take over the radio signal and they land it. Okay, <laughs> and that's, that's wild technology, right? And, and that guy's name is Pico. Yes, James Pico, federal any, agent. Any relationship to Roscoe Pico train? I don't know how it's spelled. I don't oh. know how yours is spelled. Oh. His is P E A C O. Do you know who Roscoe Pico train is? I have no idea. Yeah, the guy from my um, I uh, Roscoe Pico train was from my what's his name? The uh, Dukes of Hazard. You never remember? Oh, Roscoe. Roscoe. But I didn't ever knew his last yeah, name. Yeah, Roscoe Pico oh, Trey. That's played, great. Played by actor James Best. I think you're right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Roscoe Pico Train, man. Yeah, I didn't know that was his last name, but I knew Roscoe. Yep. Boss Hogg's sidekick. Yeah, Roscoe Pico Train. There he is. Oh, right my there. God. That's hilarious. With that I love guy. every time when you and I talk, we always talk about old TV. That's right. I love that. That's and what we grew up on. So James Pico, the agent, he said... So when we go after, because I said, well, what do you do when you find these people? And he goes, well, he says, there's only three types of criminals we deal with. Clueless, careless, and criminal. 
Did you catch that? Clueless, careless, and criminal. Clueless, careless, and criminal. And these guys are usually clueless. Most of the time he said, yeah. And he said, we don't want to make felons out of these people. We tell them, here's who we are. Here's what you've done. Stop doing it. And if they comply, it's all good. But if they keep doing it and they're, you know, they're on their radar, that is, like you said, it's a federal felony. And they could do serious time. Yeah, they could do time, big fines. Because and God forbid one of those drones gets sucked into an engine exactly. of one of these aircraft and that goes down. And that's already happened with LAPD. They had a drone that hit the side of a helicopter, one of LAPD's helicopters. Oh, wow. And that guy, he got time. I mean, he got... Think time served, but he got fined big time. Remember the old-fashioned way to take a drone down? Throw a jacket at it? <laughs> <laughs> Only during protests in downtown Los Angeles. <laughs> you throw somebody's coat at it. <laughs> but now, here's the thing, though. I know there's technology, law enforcement technology out there that's literally got something like a ray gun, where they can aim a disrupting, like a disruptive wow. uh, c uh, uh, frequency right. at the drone and disable it, and the drone will fall. That's crazy. Well, you know what? In movie theaters, they tried this for a while. Then people got pissed and they took it away. But there was a way to jam cell signals. Sure. So in a theater, you know, in New York, you know, when it's live theater, they would turn that on when the performance began. Hmm. And no one could get a cell phone call and no one could make a cell phone call. Nobody could get texts or, or send a text. And then the people who were attending the performance were like, you know what, we have a daughter at home with a babysitter. We're not comfortable being shut out of the text, and they stopped going. So they stopped doing it. You know, that technology has been around a long time. I don't think people realize that... Maybe, they can jam it like that? Well, no, that cell phones are, are radio technology. It's radio. It's radio to radio. Right. They're, they're no longer cell phones. I mean, there's no cellular technology in any of them. It's all, it's all digital. Yeah, it's, but it's all still radio frequency. That's, how, that's, still, that's still how you're connecting the phone yeah. to the tower's radio frequency. That's right. So that's why I wish I had invested in some of those uh, broadbands back in the day, you know, those, those frequencies. You would have been a wealthy man. The FCC, can you imagine that, uh, buying a frequency? That is crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you, Steve Gregory. Yeah, everybody, giant stud. Always we'll, a pleasure. Uh, we'll see you again maybe tomorrow, right? For the um, something will be up. Stupid bridge. Some. Yeah. We'll have a. Maybe there'll be another stupid bridge update for another operation or something this weekend. Excellent. People movers. People movers. People yes. movers. People Move. mover part two. <laughs> Move those people. All right. We're live, filling in for the John and Ken show, uh, keeping you up on all these crazy stories going on. The accident in Windsor Hills, the fire in Santa Clarita, the casino robbery out at Hustler Casino. The Dodgers sweep the uh, uh, Giants, and then there's a big, huge celebration of Vin Scully's life and memorial before tomorrow night's Dodger game at Dodger Stadium, 7-10 start. The memorial is before that, or the tribute, I should say, is before that. So you want to get out there tomorrow to Dodger Stadium. You can hear that all live on our sister station tomorrow night on AM 570. It's Conway Show filling in for John and Ken. Man, oh, man, the very first footage has come out. It's um, security camera footage from one of the gas stations of that auto accident that happened on Slauson and La Brea. And it's not some kind of fuzzy, you know, footage that you'd see where you can't really make out the cars and they stop it right before the accident. This is full, high-def footage. We can see everything clearly. And they didn't stop the footage before the, the, the crash. And man, was that guy moving. And it's not like he just barely made the, the red light or the yellow light. He was hauling ass. And that light had been red for him probably, my guess, for at least 30 or 40 seconds. 
flew by everybody right into that family, and it was horrible. Man, to watch that and to see that guy's absolute, uh, you know, the, the, not only the criminal behavior, but just the carelessness of anybody else's life is unbelievable. The only excuse I could see is maybe the guy in the Mercedes had a medical, I don't know, emergency. And he had a heart attack and his foot hit the pedal and he, and he couldn't stop. That's the only excuse I could imagine. But, man, you got to see tonight when you watch your local news on TV. And I don't know what channel you watch. I saw it on KCAL. So it's going to be on Channel 9 and Channel 2 for sure. Channel 9 and Channel 2 tonight for sure. But that video, it's almost like a movie. It was so clear. And they show the exact, they show impact and all the other cars scrambling around that. That intersection was filled with cars. And you can see some of the cars were missed by mere inches. The difference between, you know, you going home tonight to your family and just a normal day and your whole family being wiped out was a matter of inches today on Slauson and La Brea. Man, oh, man. All right, here's the latest on that horrible crash. You can see a couple of the cars. They are completely charred right now. And as you mentioned, this is the corner of La Brea and Slauson. And anyone who knows uh, the west side of L.A. and knows this area very well, there is a very steep hill that goes right down uh, Slauson. Uh, off the top, we should tell you that there is a massive scene out here. I've counted more than a dozen uh, first responders who are present here. Uh, you can see about a dozen L.A. County fire units. All of this taking place in and around a gas station at the corner of La Brea and Slauson. We've seen at least three cars with heavy, heavy damage, uh, Amy. The uh, fire department says that it was called here just after 1.40 this afternoon. Initially, it was thought to be a structure fire, and you can see why they thought it was a structure fire as Joel Fallon kind of zooms in on uh, that area right there. We want to be very mindful and respectful, so we're not going to go in too tightly. But you can see those two cars completely charged, so that's why there was a little bit of confusion. Turns out it was what you are seeing on your screen uh, right now with all of these uh, crashes. The fire department says that there is mass casualties, at least six dead. I'm being joined right now by uh, Nolan uh, Richardson and uh, Robinson, forgive me, Nolan. And uh, you live in the area. You actually uh, flew a drone earlier. So let's start with that. Tell me what you saw from uh, your perspective on the drone. Man, as soon as I heard that was going down, I literally ran back to the house and grabbed the drone uh, just because I knew it would be a few crazy shots to get. Um, and, you know, I've really been waiting on a type of event for this to get in close. Um, but, you know, from the drone, I was pretty much able to get probably about 10 feet from everybody, not even including humans or everything. So I'm um, looking at a half a car sitting on the sidewalk, um, as well as another car, you know, both completely burnt to char, um, as well as another car that's at the end of uh, the, what is that, the United Oil. Um, and, and certainly, you know, as grisly as this is, we want to be respectful to the families because, you know, people lost their family members. Let me ask you to do, do this. Swing over to the yellow tape a little bit. That way you can kind of point a little bit. Um, you've been speaking to some of the folks who got here earlier. Tell me what they told you that they witnessed. Man, um, so one of the guys... Slauson here in La Brea there. Yeah, absolutely. A guy that was uh, coming down Slauson uh, said he just saw cars literally speed down uh, La Brea as the, as the light changed and basically the collision happened when uh, the transition from the, you know, the red light to the green light coming east 
uh, upslossing. That's uh, not true. <clears throat> uh, that guy was mistaken. That wasn't a transition from a green light to a red light. That red light has been red for a while. And this guy, there were probably 20 cars in that intersection. And so that green light and red light had been there probably 10 to 15, maybe even 20 seconds. This wasn't one of those things where you just missed the light. That's that's not true. Basically, the collision happened when uh, the transition from the you know the red light to the green light coming east uh, up Slauson, um, and that's where the point of contact happened. Um, you know, it's very unfortunate with, with everything, um, you know, all the everything that's going on. Um, Do you live in this area, Nolan? Yeah, I actually stay just up the street. So because you live in this area, are crashes common in this area? I wouldn't say that crashes are common at all and definitely not to this magnitude. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's not a it's not a very chaotic area to be honest having said that for people who don't know this area well to topography or just this this big hill here on Slossland might throw someone off yeah absolutely I mean that's that's what I was definitely gonna say you know a lot of people do come flying down La Brea um, and you know that you know you can change the transition of the lights and whatnot but I mean it's, it's just unfortunate that it had to happen like this and especially with as many casualties and whatnot Thank you, my man. I really appreciate your insight. Thank you so much. Um, so, Amy, that's uh, we are looking at uh, some of the uh, CHP officers that are out here uh, with uh, the L.A. County Fire Department. We are told that a couple of public information officers are being sent out here, so we are hoping to uh, get an update. But uh, we should tell you, unfortunately, at least six people were found dead when the uh, fire department got here. Man, that is a lot of people. You know, to have six people die instantly like that in an accident, that car had to be going 70, 80 miles an hour. And I imagine that's a 35 mile an hour zone, maybe 40, probably 35. We are also told uh, initially uh, for the time being seven minor injuries. As you can imagine, there is a, a triage uh, being set up to deal with uh, some of the uh, injured out here, but certainly a huge huge scene. We see the CHP, we see the uh, fire department, as well as the uh, L.A. County uh, Sheriff's Department, because uh, this part of town is uh, more or less unincorporated. So uh, traffic here is going to be affected for a very long time when you have a scene this big, an investigation this big. So if you live on this side of town, uh, you know, folks who live in like uh, Ladera Heights and uh, the surrounding area, Windsor Heights, as, as you mentioned, you're going to probably have to uh, come up with some plans to uh, get home after uh, work uh, today. But that's the latest from here. We'll uh, go ahead and send it back to you, Amy, if you have any questions for us. And, and Jeff, I do. Now, you just said that you were told there were six fatalities at the scene here. Is that correct? Correct. So on the way here, uh, while my partner, uh, Joelle Fallon, was driving, I was able to call the L.A. County uh, Fire Department. And that is uh, the quote that I got from the uh, public information officer that initially there were six DOAs and uh, in layman's terms, that's uh, six dead on arrival. Yeah, that's horrible. It sounds like there are four adults, one child, an infant and one unborn child. And they're counting that as, as six. And, man, that is just the worst. <clears throat> so that's, that area is going to be closed for quite some time. And that area is going to be affected by that. You know, the vibe in that area is going to be horrible for some time as well. And you'll start to see, you know, people gathering around with, with flowers and loved ones gathering. I imagine there might even be a press conference with a lawyer who's going to, you know, sue the guy that 
sped through the intersection. But that is a radical accident. That is one of the worst I've seen. And I've lived here in Southern California for my whole life. And that's I, I have not seen that kind of radical accident in a long, long time. Maybe that, perhaps ever. That That is uh, incredibly frightening. Yeah. Uh, you know, because all the all the other direction of traffic was just on a steady pace through that intersection when that when that Mercedes just blew through. Yeah. And it's people just getting by, you know, it's people just going to work yeah. or going to a, you know, a pediatrician or, a, you know, they're they're you know, doctors or getting their cleaners or going to the grocery store or whatever, and then bang, it's over. And to have that many people die that quickly in an accident, especially with cars, the way the cars are made nowadays to protect the occupants, that had to be an unbelievable impact. I was trying to keep an eye on whether or not you could see if there was another car, you know, that was kind of behind it, if this Benz yeah, was racing or anything like that. that but I didn't see anything else. Yeah, that is uh, wild. All right, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, the accident in Windsor Hills, also the the two chaps that uh, I guess you'd call them chaps, right? Uh, walked into the Hustler Casino or tried to rob the armed car there, and then the fire out at Santa Clarita looks like they got a handle on that. The Dodgers have swept the the San Francisco Giants. They won five to three this afternoon in the Businessmen Special. They'll be home tomorrow night. And a tribute to Vin Scully, who passed away this week. I think on Tuesday, a tribute to Vin Scully right before tomorrow night's game. Starts at 6.30. Are you going to that game? No, I'm going Sunday, actually. Sunday. Mm. It's Sunday night baseball for ESPN, so I'm guessing they might do something as well on Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that'll be an early start then. That'll be 5 o'clock. Yeah, 4 p.m. 4 p.m., okay. Sunday night baseball, yeah. ESPN. And then Crozier pointed out, man, oh, man, I didn't understand why NBC was running their national news so early, but now I do. They got a football game on. Yeah, first of the ge- first of the year, wow. Hall of Fame game. Wow, so that means every weekend from now until February, we got something to do. Yeah, every uh, weekend after this weekend, right? I don't think there are any games this weekend. This, this is there? the only game. This oh, this weekend. is the only weekend. Okay, yeah, next week is just the first Hall of Fame thing. Yeah. And then that's it, man. Off to the races. That's going to be the greatest, man. Football's Football, back. Football's the best. Yes! <laughs> it really is. Genius! All right, we're live on KFI AM 640. It's Conway Show filling in for the John and Ken Show. They'll be back on Monday at 2 p.m. Ding dong with that Neil Saavedra. And he hates when I say this on the air. And he'll probably come in here and tell me to stop doing this. But if it wasn't for Neil Saavedra, I wouldn't be at the station. If it wasn't for Neil Saavedra, I would be... Homeless somewhere in Oregon. Thanks, Neil. On yeah. some kind of, you know, acid or coke or crack or something. Wow. You know, I'd have just gone to some deep, dark place. Although, I don't know, maybe life would be easier. I don't know. I, don't know. I heard it's legal up there now. Yeah, right. You can you can do anything in Portland. You can walk around and deal drugs and get high as a kite. See and- you later, everybody. <laughs> And guess what? The area has turned really, really nice <laughs> after that. It's beautiful. Clean streets. <laughs> it hasn't developed any problems at all. It's like uh, it's almost like uh, you know the the streets are paved with gold up there, like the Wizard of Oz. Ah, uh, yeah, it's really cool. I was up there about a month ago, and it's a mess. I don't know how anybody lives or works in downtown Portland. I had a, a buddy of mine, a guy named Ken Chocknick. He bought a beautiful condominium up in the Portland area. I don't know. It's probably, I, he didn't tell me how much it was, but I imagine it's north of a million dollars, maybe even two. And that was before 
the the riots and before the mayhem and before the, the illegal drugs and it's just turned in everything. Every building in Portland has graffiti on it. And they don't paint over it because it'll just be it'll just be there again the next day. They'll just, you know, recreate it. Everything has graffiti on it. Absolutely everything. It was the most it was probably the most beautiful city, big city on the West Coast for a long, long time. And now it's it's disgusting. I hate to say it. I love Portland, but they got to clean that up, man. They got to clean that up. All right, we're following the fire in Santa Clarita, also the accident in Windsor Hills, the casino robbery, and the Dodgers returning home tomorrow or tonight, today, right? Probably right now, their wheels up. And they just swept the, the Giants, and there's going to be a big tribute tomorrow for Vin Scully, who passed away this week. We announced it on the air here on Tuesday. And there's a big tribute tomorrow that starts at 6 o'clock. Uh, Eric, did you say 6, 610? 6.30. 6.30. All right. Got to get to the game early. None of this fifth inning stuff. You got to get there at six before 6.30 to see the tribute to Vin Scully. So there's going to be a lot of people getting there early, early, really early, 3.30, 4 o'clock. So they can get in their seat, get a couple of beers in them, a couple of hot dogs, and uh, enjoy themselves. That's tomorrow night. And big tribute to Vin Scully. You can hear it live on 5.70 a.m., and I'm sure it'll be all over the news. It'll be a huge deal tomorrow at Dodger Stadium. All the local news will be there covering that. And you'll want to be there. You'll want to be in the stands to see that. And it'll be a test on how much you love Vin Scully. Got to get out there and get that car pointed towards Dodger Stadium and, and arrive early. Because it's going to be very tough to get into that stadium tomorrow with all the people that want to see that. So uh, fly on out there. All right, we have a, another uh, other news going on here. There was a McDonald's worker that was shot in the neck. Why? Uh, a little controversy over whether the fries were hot enough. Police say two people are under arrest. 20-year-old Michael Morgan is charged with attempted murder. His 18-year-old girlfriend is accused of criminal possession of a weapon for hiding the gun. Sources say Morgan was FaceTiming with his mother on Monday while she was in a bed restaurant. She complained to the worker that her french fries were cold. We're told Morgan went to the restaurant and got into an argument with the worker that spilled outside. Morgan is accused of shooting the man in the neck. He remains in critical condition so over cold french fries shooting the man in he the shot the guy in the neck accused of shooting the man in the neck he remains in critical condition you know every time i've ever returned fries because they were cold at any fast food place they always take them and they throw them in the trash and they give you new ones without any questions asked nothing they never ever fight you on that but yet something happened yesterday where a guy got shot in the neck because the uh, fries weren't hot enough. Side Morgan is accused of shooting the man in shooting the neck. Shooting the man in the neck over fries. What's going on with this world? All right, Marilyn Monroe, I'm too young to remember this. But there are people who are listening right now to KFI who remember where they were when Marilyn Monroe died 60 years ago today. 60 years ago today, Marilyn Monroe passed away. I think it was an overdose, right? I think it was she OD'd on uh, sleeping pills. That's the that's the mm. that's the uh, I don't know official unofficial I don't know that's that's what they say. But man, she mixed it up with a lot of high profile people, and they didn't want her to chit chat about it. So who knows? 
Who knows? Maybe she did die of an overdose. But it seems suspicious. One of the most famous stars in Hollywood. This is what it sounded like on KFI. This is on KFI 60 years ago today. The, uh, right after the farm report, the um, Michael Crozier's grandfather came on. <laughs> One of the most famous stars in Hollywood history is dead at 36. That could have been KFI. I mean, KFI was on. Sure. KFI was 40 years old then, right? Enjoying their 40th anniversary, banging out news, banging out that farm report, doing music, right? And it could have been KFI <laughs> 60 years ago today. Attention, Mr. and Mrs. America and all ships at sea. That's right. That's right. That's what it probably sounded like. One of the most famous stars in Hollywood history is dead at 36. It was 60 years ago today that we lost a Hollywood legend. Marilyn Monroe was found dead in her Brentwood home in 1962. While her official cause of death was ruled as an overdose of sleeping pills, Monroe was the consummate sex symbol of the 50s and 60s. She married and divorced baseball star Joe DiMaggio and playwright Arthur Miller. But her friends said the real Marilyn never matched the stereotype. Anyone that really knew her never even thought of her in those terms of a, a blonde bombshell. They saw her as this giving, loving, very caring person. The Maryland Remembered Fan Club plans to hold a memorial service tomorrow at her gravesite in Westwood Village. Wow, that's kind of odd, right? <clears throat> and you know what? If I was here 60 years ago, this is what it would sound like. One of the most famous stars in Hollywood history is dead at 36. Ah, oh, horrible news. We'll get more back to that. But right now, there's Crozier with the news. And before I get to the news, let me tell you that you can actually buy yourself a bread slicer. Tired of slicing that bread yourself? You can now buy a machine that will slice that bread for you. <laughs> Easy to slice. You can slice three slices in about a minute and a half. It guides you per, per, uh, precisely through the thicker ends, allowing you to choose between three slices at 25. Um, at 0.25 inches, 0.37 inches, and 0.5, a half-inch slice with a non-slip feet. They keep the slicer in one place while you cut. <laughs> so knife included, long serrated stainless steel knife at your side. It stays conveniently connected to the board and cutting with the magnets. Easy to clean. The bread slicer is available at all your Woolworth stores. Get your bread slicer now on KFR. That's exactly what it sounded like. All right, we got to take a break. We're live on KFI in 640. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.